This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I mean, I think it's important once you love somebody, I don't think you ever fully unlove them unless the relationship ended in an awful way. Um, so I definitely still have love in my heart for him. And I would never, I, wa- I only want to see him happy. And that was what I was thinking of, like marriage and children and thinking like five, 10 years down the line. And so we just had to decide if we saw our future in the same place and yeah. we didn't. Welcome back to Black Beans and Rice. How's it going? Nicole, how are you? I'm doing I miss great. You. I miss you too. God, I can't believe it's going to be almost a year that I haven't seen you. I know. What's going on? No. Are we, is this our forever? Like we're just going to be in right? little screens? Like Let just for us starting this episode, we had to be like, okay, can you download Chrome? Like, can you make sure you're quitting? <laughs> and can you like put your headphones in? It's so yeah, much. I'm I like, know. can we just like hug and I know. sit? All these wires. <laughs> wires. <laughs> I know. I'm like, also, I'm. I have a heating pad on my. What? Belly. Oh my! I, have, I don't. I have oh. a microphone. I have a headphone. Oh yeah, I'm strapped in. Strapped. Yeah, we're all strapped in because we have a really amazing guest on today, Kendall Long. She was on Ari season of The Bachelor. She was on Bachelor in Paris, Paradise season five. She just had a book that was released recently. She has a podcast. She has all of these things. Yeah. So we all know she's her and love cool. her, and she's really awesome and unique. So. Yeah, it's a good one. One of like our most natural guests who just like vibes mm-hmm. as a beanie. I think just like so effortlessly. So it's gonna be yeah, fun she's to listen to. Yeah, she really is. Like, absolutely. Like she has all these incredible questions on her own. She has this book that is filled with all these cool questions that we think like if you guys are dating, definitely some a book to look into because I remember me going trying to date people strangers. It's always hard. Like how do you get those first initial questions without it being like an interview? So I think her book would be really helpful for people trying to date nowadays because it kind of takes that pressure off because you're like, hey, we're going to do this thing together. It's kind of like a game. And it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. And like questions that you would never think of like outside the box. So definitely look into that. But we get into all of her bachelor stories, <laughs> yeah. her relationship with Joe from Paradise, her breakup with Joe from Paradise, what she's doing now. And a little bit of her childhood, <laughs> why she yeah, is that was the really cool person that she how is. she became the yeah. person that she was today. So we definitely got it. And I'm a little that, concerned so. still. I'm kidding. About some of yeah. her hobbies or no. I mean if you think about it, like it's I was so thinking cool. as a mom, like if my child was into this things like taxidermy, I'd be like a little bit worried. But it just seems like her family is awesome and, and accepting yeah. and it's great this it's, incredible. She does love person. animals, just like another you know, aspect to them like death is yeah. what happens to every single creature on earth and every animal dies mm-hmm. which is so sad but it's yeah. just beautiful it's just nature so i, I really appreciate that it's just like interesting how i love how people can get into like their things and learning about that because that's so, so cool. interesting to me like how does that start so we get into all that um so make sure you guys definitely listen to the episode share this one with your friends it's super fun and a really good conversation and definitely look into Kendall's book. And as always, if you could like, subscribe, review, <laughs> and share this with your friends. Yes. Give us those five stars. And send us DMs. We love you. And we will try. We'll get to all of yeah, them because we love you guys. DMs. Yeah, please DM us. Okay. <laughs> well, enjoy Kendall. So Nicole and I are so excited today because we have a Bachelor Nation favorite, one of our really big favorites from the show. We have Kendall Long Yay. on the podcast. So Yay. welcome, Kendall. Thanks Hello. For being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, Kendall. Like we said, we are huge fans. And I think the thing I liked about you the most is how unique you are and how much you like own that side of yourself. And we just are really happy to have you here. And well, I think thank our, you. I'm our, glad to be here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we think our listeners will definitely oh, love to hear sure. from you. And you have so mm-hmm. much going on. So we kind of want to just like jump into everything. We have so much to talk to you about. But like I said, I love the fact that you're so unique and you have this like all these like hobbies and things about you and you're doing so much. But I want to kind of go back to like mm. pre-Bachelor Kendall. And oh, yeah. Kind of understand your <laughs> I know that <laughs> you were you're a twin you love taxidermy you have all of these sides to you so I want to know like when did all of these hobbies these things about you begin and how did you go about kind of like owning that side of you um you it on the show I was I was kind of painfully shy when I was younger and I, I had a reputation of being the did you know girl and it, it was the way that I connected with people was always by reading or watching documentaries and then going up to friends or acquaintances and be like, did you know that? Da, 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 da. Oh, and then, so everyone would just call me, did you know? 
They're like, did you know? Did you know? Um, so <laughs> I've always kind of been that person, like the factual person, the one that looks up weird facts and knows weird things about animals. Um, and and I love nature. I would go hiking all the time with my family and friends, and I would just um, collect dead things that I found. And um, my, oh my mom, like one time I collected a dead snake and put it in a shoebox, and the next door neighbor needed like a shoebox for a project. And then they opened it with a dead snake and like, they oh freaked out because like all these maggots and everything inside of it. Oh, God. So, um, yeah, I had like my fair share of like times when I collected gross things that would like decompose. Um, and then I discovered taxidermy existed. And no that was a way that to solved like, the problem. You know, I was like, oh, I can keep these specimens and they're still, you know, as if they're alive um, and they won't rot. <laughs> so that's oh kind of like God. how I started with taxidermy. So interesting. Um, yeah, instead of like collecting, I guess like forcing your mom to get like a real snake or like to start yeah. collecting, like you you loved like the afterlife, like seeing. <laughs> them I just thought in it was so cool form. to see animals so close. Like there was no other instance um, where you can when you went to a zoo, the, the animals are there, but you can't really study them up close. And I mm-hmm. I love reading about animals, and so I like seeing what I read. It's kind of just inspiration That's for true. knowledge for me. So um, I, in my place right now, I just have like a bunch of taxidermy. It's it's not it's not like overwhelming. Like on my on yeah. when I was on Ari season, they had of course they hyped it up warehouse right? of like all this taxidermy, and I was a set dresser, and that was one of the um, uh, studios that I would go to to get taxidermy for shoots. And so they uh, let me um, go there for my hometown date. As if that, that was, was like your taxidermy. back room or something. Yeah, like <laughs> some like right. hidden, like a, my shed. I remember in that warehouse. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Wow, she like really collects all these dead animals." And like, I, that's, wow. that's just for props for movies and TV. But um, my collection is much more scaled down. So, yeah. <laughs> so you must love like museums and like the National History Museum where oh, they have like love. all the animals in New York. That's like the oh, most incredible museum. Yeah, in Los Angeles they have the Natural History Museum that. Um, I go to all because they have it's free if you go later in the day for people who are um, locals. So I love going to the Natural History Museum. They have like a huge fossil. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Have you made the taxidermy yourself? Like stuffed it and done the whole process before? Are you just a collector? Yeah, I mainly collect, but I have done it before. Uh The first time I actually made taxidermy was on the show. And that was was it like a mouse with Ari? Yeah, the yeah the little white rats. Um, and so. That was funny. Um, and then another time that I did it was my friend Mickey. She teaches taxidermy classes all throughout California. And so she uh-huh. taught me how to make a rat and a bunny. Wow. Yeah. And all oh of her God. stuff That's is sustainably so sourced. So I'm not like killing rabbits and things, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're not hunting them and then <laughs> – Yeah. I've never been hunting. Yeah. I've never been hunting. I'm pescatarian. But I always mm-hmm. told myself if I was going to eat meat again, then I would want to hunt to know what it's like to like appreciate life it's I kind agree. of like the native american way how they used to make things out of whatever they were catching and things like that killing so it was all it's all sustainable so that's so interesting to me no, it's and true. yeah go ahead sorry no, my ex-boyfriend yeah he like took me hunting which was already a red flag that's why he's the ex-boyfriend <laughs> like that was the biggest he's red like flag come ever. hang out with me and with i guns. cried <laughs> i was crying being like oh my god it's bambi because there was like a little deer i had the worst experience yeah. but basically i, I ended up <laughs> i know so i ended up like seeing the deer later on seeing them like carve the deer and then we had like amazing venison for dinner but it made me appreciate wow like this could have fed like a whole family for like a month like it was so much meat and you know at least i love that element of it like i Mm -hmm, i do have admiration for people who can there are i think there are certain people that can be the hunters and certain people that can't like for me i don't know if i could because i'd feel so bad but hunting supplies like a lot of money to natural parks um, to national parks and it helps our environment in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's all bad. Um, mm-hmm. But hu- when people hunt just for sport, for fun, leisure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like, no, don't do exactly. That. No. <laughs> I mean, factory okay. farms are way worse, right? So you know, for you to have all these hobbies, it seems like you had very supportive family. Because I, I just think of like some moms being like, "Oh, this is an issue that we need to solve," but That's it true. seems like they kind of <laughs> let you do your own thing. Well, at first they thought it was a phase. Like, oh, this mm-hmm. is just a phase. She'll, you know, they're like, do you really want to be surrounded by dead things? My sister would be like, it opens portals. Like, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. So at first Spirits. they were a little freaked out because it is a little jarring to all of a sudden have your daughter or sister 
collect dead things. Um, but I think the mm-hmm. more they understood why I collected it, like now they're the ones that actually give me things for holidays. So like my, my brother yeah. just, my brother will get me, he'll find bugs and he'll um, gift them to me or he found some coyote skulls and he would bleach them wow, himself cool. and give them to me as a gift. So I, I like that they're oh, wow. embracing it. Yeah, you're easy to give gifts to, I guess, then. Yeah, you know, they, you're very dead. specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a niche. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have a twin as well, right? You have a twin and a brother. Yeah, yeah. So a uh, twin sister, Kylie, and mm-hmm. my brother is Colton. So he's 24. <laughs> so many popular names, which is hilarious to me because it's Kendall and That's Kylie, true. just like Kardashians. And then we have Colton, like our bachelor, who was on yeah. uh, Your Paradise. Yeah, so funny. And also his so – well, his real name is Robert. His middle name is Colton. So it goes mm. with like the whole Kardashian thing, like Robert. So Kendall. funny. Robert, it's even oh more. It's even crazier. But my sister and I were born first. Um, okay. So that's true. They technically copied our name. Exactly. <laughs> no, for sure. That's amazing. Oh, that's so cute. I'm so a twin when, also. Oh, really? You're yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a twin oh brother. Gosh. I forget I that he's that's actually so your awesome. twin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's literally Every my twin. Time. I Isn't know. It's a crazy, like an amazing connection. I can right? No, yeah. Like nothing like it. It's like you've never known the world without that person. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah, they were womb mates. The second you were born. I know. Womb-mates. Womb-mates. Did you and your sister ever like switch places? Because you guys look pretty alike. Yeah, I was I'm identical. Dream. We switched places um, the day either the day before or the day after um, uh, April Fool's Day. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we would always we would always switch the day before, or day after, so people didn't notice. So awesome. Or it was like they weren't expecting it. Um, mm-hmm. And so we'd switch classes, and we'd we we were in the same class. We'd go to the bathroom and sh- switch clothes, and then sit at each other's oh my desk. God. Yeah. Girl, that sounds Did you get caught? Um, I think a lot of the students knew, but the mm-hmm. teacher was always didn't yeah. really know. Or they pretend they knew. They're like, oh, yeah, I knew that. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, and they were like, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. That was always That's like awesome. my Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen dreams I know. whenever they would do that. I was like, oh, oh yeah. I wanted a twin growing up because of that reason. Oh, I would watch so many twin movies. Like there's this one Disney Channel movie where the twins were aliens and they put their hands together and it created like this purple light. And oh, my I sister and I – it's like this weird Disney Channel movie. There's always so many weird ones. And my sister and I, after watching the movie, we were like, should we do it? Like, not that we hadn't touched hands before, you know? Or like sisters. We're like, oh, it doesn't work. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Or sister, sister. I love that show. Oh, sister, sister. sister. Yeah. I love that one too. That one's so good. Yeah. Yeah, That was always my dream. Yeah, me too. So then I was curious because you obviously ended up on The Bachelor and I had to go through that whole application process. Was your sister single at the time or she would just like didn't want anything to do with The Bachelor? She, she was single at the time. My sister, um, I think she she's a little bit more reserved and shyer. So I don't know if she would necessarily do something like The Bachelor. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we were actually watching the show together when my sister's the one that said, you should go on The Bachelor. I was like, oh, I would never do that. I think we all do that. We're like, I would never do that. It's like, yeah. you know, woman empowerment, yeah. blah, blah. Um, And <laughs> then I got really tipsy and um, what ended up applying. Like, I was like on the couch, like tipsily applying. I didn't even know what I put on that application. I said, like, I'm a ukulele playing taxidermy collecting twin. And That's they're like, there's need. the weirdo. <laughs> there she is. Um, and they called me the next day. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was just easy from then there on out yeah once you have those that character that they Whoa. know that you want you to play like you're set yeah you um, taxidermy on the show <laughs> oh my god yeah. i can't even imagine so when you ended up on the show did you did you think like oh no oh no i'm gonna be this one girl the whole time did you expect to stay as long as you did on re season i definitely didn't expect to stay on as long um because mm-hmm. my connection with Ari was very is a lot slower compared to other people's mm-hmm. and so but I saw us as really close friends because we would just whenever we hung out it was there's no pressure I never really talked about marriage or anything like that with him it was just very chill so I think, think about topics and just like random yeah <laughs> like, you know things. and we would yeah so we and he was hilarious they never really showed mm-hmm. a lot of his personality but he was hilarious and very well traveled and um so we really got along, but when I made it to mm-hmm. – I never really was afraid to not make it in a rose ceremony, but I also never thought I was going to be in the final three. So I was, know. Was, yeah, You're definitely a front no runner idea. with like Tia and then yeah, and everyone. Yeah. I, I, didn't expect, I didn't expect to well, – I mean, I thought Tia was for sure going to do hometowns, and then she never ended – I mean, and then I did hometowns. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. now it's getting serious. Like now we have yeah. to really like think about this like as being like an actual relationship at the end of it. So 
Did that ever freak you out that you were, when you looked around, you're like, oh my God, there's only four girls left and I'm one of those girls. Like, that was that weird to you that you'd made Yeah, that I was terrified. I, I think when I got to final four, that's when I really started freaking out in terms of thinking, oh, this is, has to be someone that, like, do I want an engagement at the end of this? And for me, I, I was honest and I said that I wouldn't be interested in an, engage- in an engagement afterwards just because our relationship was so much slower than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. had a one-on-one, like, ever. That's um, right. That's crazy. You just so, kind of made it to home. Oh my now. god! Wow. Yeah. So you never the whole season until like you made it to fantasy suites, didn't you? Yeah, I went to. I mean, that was, so was like my first one-on-one was hometowns, and then fantasy. Wow. So that's <laughs> unique. Yeah, it was very. You just really very stood out on those um, group dates, which is very hard to do. And I know that firsthand. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was one of the main things during hometowns. My family was like, "You never had a one-on-one with her, so yeah, you asking for my <laughs> <You> never- <laughs> permission." It's like, did you like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think he saw me as somebody that would make it till the end until later on because our, our relationship was so fun. So yeah. it was kind of like a best friendship in a way mm-hmm. because, um, and I think the, that's why like later on we're like, oh, can we turn this into a potential marriage as opposed to I just see. like a really great friendship? And- yeah. So you kind of like dated essentially on the show, which is kind of fun to do it that way. And then I guess the emotions don't become so heavy once you get to the end. Did you... Did you feel like very like devastated at the end or you kind of like, oh, that makes sense. I made it this far. No hard feelings. Like how was your mindset around that? Breakup? I definitely didn't. I mean, I never resented him in any way. I think for me it made sense, but I also mm-hmm. didn't expect to leave. For some reason I was thinking it only had only really just begun. So I wasn't expecting it to end so abruptly after that. Mm-hmm. Um and we were starting to really get to know each other. But I just think our relationship wasn't as advanced as the other girls. And mm-hmm. looking back at it, when yeah, like, the show was going, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it, it completely like – because mm-hmm. you guys probably know your relationship seems so individual. Like you don't really mm-hmm. see anyone yeah. else's one-on-one moments. So it's hard exactly. to compare. And I remember way. the way they even showed your season. Like they barely showed Lauren. So they made it seem almost like there could have been like Becca Martinez, you. Like there could have been like someone else. Like you almost forgot Lauren – would later on yeah. like whatever she, you know what I mean she had two one-on-ones she ended up having two yeah. one-on-ones before I think her their relationship kind of advanced a little bit later as well yeah I remember he would say like she didn't talk like, I remember like yeah. him like saying that like she was so shy like I, yeah. I never got to know her but she then was extremely like America in the beginning <laughs> really in the beginning yeah in the beginning she was very outgoing and I think the more she felt for Ari the more mm-hmm. that makes reserved sense. she got yeah, um, kind of but then looking her, at probably. it, I'm like, oh, it's a no-brainer that they end up being together. I was actually at first really shocked that Becca mm-hmm. and his relationship didn't work out because she was kind of the clear front runner the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back, I'm like, oh, it makes so much sense that him and Lauren are together. It does. Yeah. It really does. No, it totally mm-hmm. makes sense. And I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Mm-hmm. I was watching some clips back just to kind of like remember the season. And the one in particular, the two-on-one date that you had with Crystal, I thought that was incredible oh, the way God. that you handled it. Like, how did you keep your composure the entire, basically the entire season? Like, what about, was it just like the, your character? Or like, what did you think through that process to kind of maintain like your I mean, I, shit, I, I, valued, my rela- I valued my relationship with Crystal. I was actually mm-hmm. one of the people that was the closest to her, which is why I took it more personally when she attacked mm-hmm. Ari. Um, mm-hmm. And I was more outspoken with that because I felt like I know her, knew her pretty well. But during the two-on-one, I didn't really... In a show like that, I just never really saw a point in bringing someone else down because I don't think that ever elevates how you are. I mean, mm-hmm. by me talking bad about Crystal, it wouldn't make Ari like me anymore or any less. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I respected her. So when I um, approached her, I approached her like I would a friend. I didn't approach her like an enemy because she wasn't an enemy to me. Mm-hmm. And I think in that situation, she felt cornered and so she didn't see an escape. And yeah. so I, I kind of saw... Um, I saw the two-on-one as an opportunity to kind of make it more like real with our relationship as opposed to distracting it with other things. That was incredible. And the fact that you were like, I have so much empathy for you because she Mm -hmm. reminds you of a former relationship that you had. I just, that's something that you don't necessarily see is that like composure and that thought out thought process that you had with her. And I just really appreciated seeing that because usually people are like, oh, I need to get TV time. I need to be on. And then that's their downfall. And then they both end up leaving. Then you see those two-on-ones where it's like they both end up going home because it Mm -hmm. shows yeah, it looks yeah. bad on I you. I mean, we're seeing that right now with uh, Noah and Bennett, right? Yeah, we made sure it about, Exactly. He made it mm-hmm. about Noah. He didn't make it about Tasha, And so that's mm-hmm. going to be his downfall maybe. I mean, I don't know. 
But yeah. but yeah, as soon as you get distracted by the other person, then that's like recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. I think that's genius for anyone that's going on this show. It's like it should be about your relationship. And in with real the life. Bachelor. In real life. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. Stop focusing on other things. Absolutely. Yeah. So then obviously you ended up on Paradise and you were one of the main relationships that came yeah. out of that storylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we loved you on Paradise and we because your season was right before ours. Yes. So I remember binge watching mm-hmm. your season right before Same. we went just to like figure out what, mm-hmm. what I was going to do there. And I loved watching you and Joe kind of <laughs> like fall through each other. But yeah, it's so interesting. You had some unique things where you ended up in like love triangles and you kind of struggled throughout Paradise. Like what was your mindset during your time there? Um, honestly, I feel like you're not doing Paradise right unless you have a love triangle because yeah. the whole point for me, <laughs> the whole purpose of Paradise is to explore other relationships exactly. that you never expected to be something. Sorry, hold on. Pistachio, stop. <laughs> stop it. Um, so I, for me, the whole thing about paradise was I wanted to experience other relationships that I never had experienced in the our you know the real world I guess you could mm-hmm. say and I wanted to make sure I allowed myself to be open and um a lot of the relationships that I w- was in live tr- love triangles with were earlier on in paradise and then mm-hmm. after a certain point um Joe was just completely just it was obviously going to be him that I really connected with. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you're in a situation like that, it's really easy to get caught up in the romanticism of waking up in the same area every day and being able to hang out and have hours to hang out without work, without other people coming into your relationship. So I think that terrified me. Yeah. And so when Joe and I broke up the first time on Paradise, in my mind, Mm -hmm. I didn't get as much of the emotional clarity that I needed in order to think, can this person be someone that sustains a relationship outside of this entire bubble? And in my mind, I didn't think that was possible. But then he had said something as soon as we um, broke up. He's like, oh, I loved you since like day three or something. And Mm. it's dramatic. And in my mind, I was like, he never... He never said the L word. He never expressed. That was the most emotion he'd ever expressed to me in Mm -hmm. terms of feelings for me. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and so, yeah, I was like, I have to see what this is. If he's like willing to fight for it. I mean, if I'm willing to fight for it, I want to see if he's willing to fight for it. So, um, yeah, then we dated for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Sure did. But I agree. Like even in the real world, you know, like some paradise is for dating multiple people. Like you're supposed in the beginning, the first week, you should have your eyes open. You shouldn't Mm -hmm. be like locked down unless like you truly know like I remember I was also kind of like accused of like like dating around like because I remember yeah. I met Clay and then I don't know mm-hmm. if you watch I ended up with yeah, like, this Latin lover and then this guy <laughs> and, and I remember all the tweets were like Nicole like oh my god like she's like Make almost like mind. a slut or something like yeah like, what do you mean I'm just like talking to these guys I'm on this island yeah. like we have like exactly no job like this guy isn't putting a ring on my finger I'm open like I'm single yeah so. exactly <laughs> and I think it's the best way to be on it and mm-hmm. so many women I think, get attacked because they want to experience Mm -hmm. other relationships. Um, But we're kind of doing like a mini version of what The Bachelor and Bachelorette is. They're experiencing Mm -hmm. multiple different relationships and trying to figure out if that's the right one for them. Mm -hmm. Just because you add more women or men to the equation doesn't necessarily mean the process is any different. Um, Mm -hmm. But then people can be villainized for wanting to have an open mind and wanting to explore something that could be more beautiful if you give it a chance. So I think that that's always an always interesting thing about Paradise um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I went on feeling like I, this is me great. I'm be able to like try all these you know relationships and like get to know all these people. Yeah, and I actually went on one of your episodes for uh, Chris and Crystal's oh, yeah. wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we met. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> that was yeah, that was that was such an the interesting mesh of wedding. worlds. That was like that crazy. Was a weird night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Like meeting that was a, that was fun to kind of like meet everybody. And uh, yeah. I was I more so like took a backseat to the drama. I was like I already been through this. I've already had this drama. Yeah, you already know. Yeah, so. I know. It's funny. Yeah. Everyone that came on we were like, "What's going on? Like, tell us everything." It's because like, you guys are on the outside getting the gossip. It was funny. Um, but yeah, you're right. Because in the r- real world, you don't get the opportunity to like date all these different people. And there's people that you won't necessarily meet in your everyday life. So I think that's what's really cool about Paradise. And I like that you kind of gave it that respect of like, no, I'm going to do this for me. And I have this opportunity, like exactly. I'm going to, you know, make sure I know what I'm, I know what I'm leaving with. So then obviously you and Joe dated and you said that. So I know that you guys just recently broke up and I'm sure it's still fresh and things like that. Like, what are you 
what's your mindset around dating now that you guys have just recently broke up? Like, are you dating? Are you open to it? Um, I'm definitely dating. Um, Joe and I broke up in February and we didn't Mm -hmm. go public till a little bit later um, Mm -hmm. just because we wanted to sort it out between ourselves first before we let the drama affect anything um, from the Mm -hmm. outside world. So, um, but we're still friends. I mean, we still, you know, talk occasionally and we're there for each other you know, the other, I'm always there for him if he needs me and vice versa. Um, hopefully, <laughs> but, um, dating is weird. I'm sure you both can relate. Yeah. Um, oh, after yeah. being on a, a show, when someone looks up your name on Google, they see you making out with someone else or crying about someone else. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. um, that's very interesting. That's I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then very before, public. how was it? Uh, now I'm just curious, like when you finally went into the real world with Joe, like how was that transition? Like, because I remember I was also like thinking about it because there I made it to the end. So producers were like, "Think about the future. Think about your family. Would Clay like mesh with your family, yeah. whatever?" So how did that feel? Like once you had no cameras, it was great. Oh, that's when we really great. fell in love. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and also, you learn your relationship is expedited in a way because you have to really um, advance like your trust with that person right away because there's going to be people that are in your DMs, finding your phone number, trying to break you up. Um, mm. there definitely is a huge group of people that support you and want you to get married and have babies, uh, which is, was great because the better part, it was the first yeah. time I ever yeah. was through in a relationship like that where I saw a future. Um, but, but yeah, it was definitely tested in a lot of ways. And I thought tested in great ways because it ended up making us stronger. But, mm-hmm. um, that's the thing now with, with dating now, um, before I go public with anybody and I'm sure, um, you guys can relate to this going public with somebody, you almost welcome everybody else into your relationships. You almost have to have such a strong foundation. Exactly. Or else there's people who are poking, just waiting for it. That's why I waited. Read the comments. They will leave them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nicole and I did very different um, ways of <laughs> um, being public about our relationships. But so yeah. far, we're still doing okay. So yeah, like I wait. I literally hid like my boyfriend for like months and months. I was like, like I would put like the secret hand. Like you could see yeah. the body of like a man in my story, but you couldn't tell who it was. You know oh, what I mean? Like you, you start knew that slowly. someone was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Start introducing the idea. Yeah, exactly. I was like, who's that? Who's that? Exactly. I I do love that about you and Joe because unfortunately we have seen a lot of breakups in Bachelor Nation and I feel like you guys so mm-hmm. far have done it really right or you've supported each other and it seems like you still have communication and that you guys are still like like you have will have that love for each other always even though it's not the same as it was yeah definitely he so bought my book that. I bought his pasta sauce you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I saw you reviewing it too so yeah yeah I mean I think it's important once you love somebody I don't think you ever fully unlove them unless the relationship ended in an awful way um so I definitely still have love in my heart for him and I would never I want I only want to see him happy mm-hmm. oh and by the way, was the – yeah, I know you're such like a San Diego, like California girl and like he was like such a city guy. Was that from the yeah. get-go always like the huge like problem? We definitely came from different yeah. worlds um, mm-hmm. and our – how we grew up was very, very different. I, I liked that. I, I liked having a different perspective. I think it only enhanced and grew who I was um, mm-hmm. and I hope – hopefully for him as well. But it, it, it was difficult it, um, and I think that – Anybody who dates someone that, you know, is so different from themselves kind of experiences, how do you, you both come from different worlds and how do you fit that into what a a world together, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that was something that we always worked towards. Um, But, um, but yeah, at the end of the day, he wanted, he wanted to go to Chicago and I was like, no, but LA is so warm. (laughs) (laughs) Don't leave. I know yeah. I'm experiencing the same thing because my boyfriend yeah. is in Ohio mm-hmm. and I was exactly. living in LA, but the the pandemic kind of helped this, but I decided to move my stuff here for now to just kind of figure things out. But yeah, it's interesting when you come from these different worlds and you like want to really make something work, but you also have to stay true to who you are and like what you know that you need as like a human being. So it's tough. I definitely mm-hmm. understand that. Yeah. yeah. And it's um, hard with like a twin. I'm so close to my friends and family and I have my twin yeah. sister here and, um, yeah, I just can't leave LA. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I know, especially with your family being there. Yeah, and I yeah, and I just know being a twin, like, but even identical twins have like an even closer bond because you literally mm-hmm. have like the same DNA. Like, you guys are really like so alike. So I know, like, my mom is a she has like a, she's a doctor, so she has patients who are twins, like identical twins, and she has like a 
a pair that are like in their 70s and they're two wow. sisters and they're just like still attached like they're gonna I be attached it. like for life and it's like it's incredible yeah, i want to grow old bond. with my sister and exactly. have babies in the same yeah. area and have you know so <laughs> yeah. yeah whenever i picture my future i always saw my family being mm-hmm. like close and there and a part of it especially when it comes to children and that was what i was thinking of like marriage and children and thinking like five ten years down the line and so we just had to decide if we saw our future in the same place yeah. and we didn't so I know it's hard. I'm, those conversations will be coming up soon for me too. So. <gasps> oh my God. I feel you. No, I'm not actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like down the road. You start soon? thinking about it after. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> you have to because yeah. we're not like 22 mm-hmm. anymore. But. Right? This is adult relationship. <laughs> I know. It's scary. God bless. So dating now, um, I think, didn't they even interview you for this uh, upcoming season of Bachelorette? Um, yeah, I was definitely in talks option. for that. It was literally right after Joe and I broke up. Um, or yeah. publicly broke up. So it was very, it, it, for me, right. I was like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, but yeah. it, I was definitely not ready. Definitely had a lot that I had to um, sort, not only with Joe, but within myself in order to be yeah, ready so to soon. date again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely very soon. So um, I feel like I've learned so much since that relationship. And, um, but yeah, definitely open to dating now. And I have been dating. That's good. Yeah. So. So would also with dating, would you go back on Paradise or anything like that in the future, you think, um, if they asked? I, I, I mean, I love the Bachelor franchise. Everything about it, I had a positive experience. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I definitely don't want to hold off and say, oh, I'm going to be single until Paradise comes around because we have what? We have the rest of Tasha's season and then we have Matt's mm-hmm. season and then mm-hmm. it would potentially be. So that's a long time, you know? Yeah. So for me, I'm not, I'm not waiting for a call. I'm more so dating and looking for my right person right now and if that and if I end up being single during when paradise rolls around maybe but I don't I don't know I'm I'm not I almost like just don't want to wait for an opportunity like that I'd rather you know continue dating and try to find a connection now I appreciate that because so many people are like well no I need to wait for that phone call like I I could go on paradise I could do this but you could be holding yourself back from the actual relation you're you're supposed to be with so I do appreciate that you're at least yeah, doing I'm trying you to find and still dating. Real, you know? um, yeah, in LA, absolutely. it's a little bit harder said than done. No, harder yeah. done than said. <laughs> said easier than said, easier said, said than done. Like, what if kind of phrases work, you know? How do these, um, it's in there. Easier said than done. Exactly. That's yeah, what it is. Yes. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I am dating and I'm really enjoying dating and I'm really enjoying getting to know different men in, in Los Angeles. And, and are you meeting them through like Instagram or how, is, how are you meeting them? Just wondering. Um, <laughs> Very, you know, because I can't go out publicly, um, uh, actually going to That's the dog true. park. If you go to the dog park, oh. it's actually a really it's great like, way to meet people. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Pistachio mm-hmm. will bark at any guy. So maybe he like scares off different men, but um, dog park is a great area. I'm I'm in the dating apps, you know. I think you have mm-hmm. to. Um, have to. If in a world that's closed, um, how do you guys find your relationships? Was it... Dating Nic- app for me. Dating Nicole app. was a dating app. <laughs> yeah. I was um Instagram and then I we we talked over FaceTime and then eventually started dating from there. So we met all online. Social media. <laughs> social media, yeah. But for me Technology. it's like Miami is very similar to LA. Like the type of guys that you would find there. So yeah, I, I relate to that if I probably hadn't gone on that app, I don't even I probably would be in the same boat as you waiting yeah. maybe for paradise so or knows. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult in any big city yeah. to find like a really substantial relationship and I think that's probably why I wasn't in a long-term relationship for so long because I always lived in a bigger city I was always in like San Francisco or Los Angeles and so um it was just difficult to find something that worked um well I hope you find it and soon <laughs> but <laughs> I have a question because obviously you have so much going on right now. Like you have a new book that's out and I want to talk about that. And I was wondering with the book that you have, because it's all about questions and you can kind of like tell us how you started it, but are you bringing the book on your dates? Like, are you using it to help to get, like help you get to know people? Like how do you use That's how it started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I collect so many things. Um, But one thing that I always collected ever since I was younger was questions. And so I would have Mm -hmm. a notebook that I would carry with me in my backpack everywhere. And whenever I thought of a question, I would put it inside this notebook. And on first dates, during like parties with my family, I would always just bring it out and ask people random questions. And it was just a really cool way to start really in-depth conversations. Mm -hmm. And um, 
And I brought it on The Bachelor, thinking that it would just be a fun way to pass the time with the girls in the house. And um, I brought it on one of the dates with Ari. And I was like, oh, this is a great way to just kind of get to know him a little bit more. And I asked yeah. him, I think the main question that everyone remembers is, if you lived in a tribe that's tradition was to eat humans or eat someone after they passed, would you ever try human meat? And I was like, hell yeah. And he was yeah, like, oh, would. no, I would. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I love culture and experiences. And so yeah. I feel like I would be open to it. I mean, we'll see. You know, if it actually happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll if see. I actually have to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> a plate well, I feel like it's like, being respectful <laughs> to the culture. So in a way, like you, it's rude to not. It's like if you go to someone's house and they offer you something and you, you say no, that's rude. So I would oh, yeah. probably do it. <laughs> so, I mean, I would you definitely be open open to it. But that was yeah. like the main question that it's got also people illegal. wanting to like, yeah, it's illegal. Illegal. Yeah. Just, um, if it was and the time game. let's put that out there yeah right no <laughs> one guys, do it do not try at home yeah do not try at home guys yeah. um, please i know yes, it's that's so funny but um yeah ever since then people were saying that they wanted me to publish it and i for a couple of years i never really thought about actually doing it and then during quarantine it was just a time when people were being separated from Mm -hmm. their loved ones and separated from being close to other people. So I thought it was just a perfect time to publish a book like this because I pictured people having it like on Zoom calls or Mm -hmm. Zoom dates. And it's just a way to, a more unique way to connect in a world that is so forcibly separated right now. That's so true. Because when I was, I met my boyfriend in quarantine and we met for, we talked for three months over FaceTime before we met in person. So I could have absolutely used your book during this time because it was a lot of talking. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it would be something helpful that for people to have that are dating now, because a lot of times it's just like the pressure of like, what do I say? Or like, what do, what do we talk That's about? True. It kind of just takes that element out of it. And you're just like, well, let's open this book because I just got it and it's amazing. And I've listened to or I've read some of the questions because you sent them to me and they're awesome. It's kind of like a, also a scapegoat to ask those more difficult questions in a relationship mm-hmm. um, because it varies from not very intense to some actually some really intense questions in there. And mm-hmm. um, whenever I used to bring it on dates, I found that it was a really – it was almost like an excuse to How talk big about is the book? Um, so I have like, 150 you, questions. But yeah, would so you lug this giant thing like to, on a date? <laughs> it's cute. Oh, well, the, one that I, the original one that I had was like this little thin, like this oh, like yeah. notebook that was like this thick. And mm-hmm. um, with the with my book, I leave space for people to write their answers and mm-hmm. to have other people write and engage That's with cool. the book. But when I had it, I just it was literally just like a list, and I had like 500 questions. Oh my god! Um, so I picked my favorite ones to put in this book. That's yes, cool. I love it. What is your favorite question, or what's the one that you use the most from the book? Um, the one that I use the most, especially on first dates, is um, at what age do you learn the most about yourself? Mm. Uh, and I answered this one for you too. Um, what is the age for you that you learn the most about yourself? Wait for me? For for Kendall. Oh, oh everyone. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, everyone was like, do I say something? <laughs> yeah, I both got <laughs> We both yeah, got I know. Nervous. I was like, it's like for Nicole. Um, <laughs> so for me, I feel like the age I learn the most about myself is definitely um, – the year that I got off Ari season of The Bachelor, because I yeah. think that's like a, a, a point where you you leave the life that you used to have and you mm-hmm. almost have like do a 180 and now you're in a completely different kind of world with different mm-hmm. opportunities, different people. Um, everything's public for the first time. So you have to mm-hmm. learn to really be your true self and not to be distracted by other things around you. And um mm-hmm. It was very overwhelming. I remember crying a lot. I remember Mm -hmm. um, not being sure exactly how to be. Um, And when I, and then people see you on a TV show and like they think you're this way based off of the character that was depicted in there Mm -hmm. or the part of you that was shown in there. And so you almost feel like you have to regain and relearn who you are Mm -hmm. in some way. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely a huge shift in who I was as a person and like finding out who I was as a person. Yeah, that's a very interesting year. There's like a lot of shedding and there's a lot of, like you said, emotions and tears. And it's just like, who am I now? What do I want to be going forward? And how do I represent that? In and this new and also that discovering who you were before the show, like keeping that, like for me, keeping that it was more it, like, yeah. I felt like I almost like regressed. Like I was like yeah. loving life before the bachelor. So like for me, it's more like I need a channel, like who I was before. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's because like, everyone has an opinion. And I feel like with me, I expressed one of my passions, which is taxidermy. Um, Mm. And that was something that a lot of people had opinions on. And it took me a while. 
and then I always I, I noticed that I wouldn't share anything about taxidermy and I wouldn't talk about that at all on social media and that was a huge part of who I was um, mm-hmm. because I was afraid of either triggering mm-hmm. somebody with dead animals or death in general or um, you know yeah. I, I was attacked by a lot of people who are animal lovers which I, I loved seeing because I was like you love animals that's great I do too mm-hmm. um, but it was definitely hard for me to build up that passion again and to feel comfortable sharing it again after an experience like that. So absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to like re-own who you are in a way. And especially with social media, it's so difficult to do. And a lot of times you just like want to hide and just like not, not do it for you and how you approach social social media. Like how do you, how do you approach it? Do it something that you like enjoy or is it something that you kind of dabble in? Like what is your approach with social media after the show? I, I think what I try to do now is I try to showcase more of who I genuinely am, my genuine interests. Um, I think before I was so afraid to post things because you're afraid of being Mm -hmm. ostracized in so many different ways or, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I think now I enjoy it. Like I enjoy being funny. I enjoy showing more of my personality. And um, it's something that I've really learned to kind of like celebrate as opposed to have anxiety and stress around. Yeah. Yeah. It can sure. go both ways. It definitely can. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Absolutely. when you're a TV relationship, like you were with Joe, you guys were known for being together basically, mm-hmm. like for such a long period of time. So there's like all this pressure to keep that up, that image up. So that's like mm-hmm. a whole other level. Yeah. So now you could just like, you really Relax have no more. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. be myself. And with Joe, it's interesting in a relationship because I think people have two different, there's two very different like opinions in terms of like, what you want to post or what you feel comfortable sharing. And maybe the other person's more comfortable in sharing yeah. personal, your personal life and the other person's exactly. not. I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys can definitely relate where, oh, you know, if yeah. you do like a and a on your yeah. page or go live with your boyfriend and there's something that you say that the other person, you're like, you shouldn't have said that. You know, it's yeah. mm-hmm. that's why I've never done it. But I, just because I'm too scared, I got out of, I haven't even gone there. But yeah. 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 But I, I learned I, you gain so much trust doing that, you know, after mm-hmm. a while. That's true. Yeah, it's like bringing them into that world, but it's weird when you're both in the world. So then how do you approach this social media space? It's very interesting. Um, I wanted to go through more of like your favorite questions. From oh, and the also like have you have a, answer, at though. the end, you, you should ask us a question. Yeah. <laughs> like when, Bring the book out. Since you are the question girl or the yeah. what, what, question what you, queen. It's more fun this way because then we don't really know what we're going to get. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, so oh, choose true. a number or should I just randomly open it or do you want to choose a number one through 150? Maybe randomly open it and point. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Random question. So it could be really intense. Yeah. Or dumb. Ooh. Oh, this is, is one that I, I, this is one that I, I ask a lot of people and I really like it. It's uh, if you had, I think you might have already answered this one, but if you found an alien gun that could blow up an item 100 times its size, what item would you enlarge? <laughs> Nicole, 100 times? <laughs> mm-hmm. What? 100 times its size. Mm. One item. 100 times its size an oreo i'm kidding i don't know <laughs> no, you're right you would do an oreo for sure dessert. that'd be awesome uh, yeah i feel like it'd be food or so funny stuffed animals. i've always had fantasies of the opposite because i love animals yeah. so much when i was little i would have real dreams fantasizing that i could fit them in my pocket like, like my, my dog would, something. could be so tiny walking <laughs> yeah. like my dog i could just carry her to like preschool like kindergarten in like everywhere that was like, like my one fantasy. One piece of kibble like, lasts for like a month. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> or just like all my toys, I would imagine them just shrinking and like I carry them or whatever. Weird dream. I always would want to put my best friend in my pocket and take her with me just to events. <laughs> <laughs> just like, hey, yeah. you're just going to stay in here. But tell me what to say. That's yeah, a good things one. like that. But what would I want that was bigger? I don't know. Something like a dark chocolate almond. Something that would Ooh. last me a long time. I'm thinking of good. like real things but then that's like terrifying it's like a dinosaur yeah. level like you're know I mean? like, scary it just sounds like like horrible. i wouldn't want my dog to be that big me either me either probably no. sounds me. horrible yeah. would for sure eat me he would definitely eat exactly. me and then he would eat everybody um <laughs> maybe like a, a, one of my pillows <laughs> Ooh, i would i i thought about this a lot and i like the idea of making my perfect dream house like a tiny version of it oh and then oh. buying land and, a, and expanding it Oh, you're thinking outside the box. You're thinking, yeah. Like, oh, I've big had a picture. lot of time to think about this question. Yeah, <laughs> I like that one. It's cute. Oh my god, should yeah. we do another one? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, she's a random one. Um. Oh, what is your favorite part about your daily routine? I like. I usually try to meditate at one point in my day, and that usually brings me to center and grounded. And I kind of need that just to like 
be back with me instead of being in the outside world so much. So that's my favorite part of my my day. I try to make sure I always have it in there. No, this is super lame, but I live at home now. So like my favorite part of my routine is like seeing my mom and grandma <laughs> and making them coffee. <laughs> I know. I love that. Where I just like have to make sure that happens because it's like my little piece and like I try to wake up early just so I, so I can catch my mom and like we mm-hmm. could like watch the Today Show because I'm oh, like obsessed. Like I love all those things. I love the news. So I like just like having morning. that, right? I love <laughs> love those mornings. I love a morning. Uh, when I, when I was <laughs> at home with my family, I loved that too. Like I loved watching Oprah with my mom. Like that was Oprah like was me and my day. mom every afternoon at like was it 4.30 or something? Yeah, every time you got home from school, if you ever watch mm-hmm. Oprah, yeah. so yeah, I, I have great me and my mom. Yeah, I, I know. Was, I wish Oprah was still on, to be honest. I know. I miss I know Oprah. Me too. She has. She would have been great during this era. She would. She be. does have her podcast. It's yeah. very good. People oh. have want something to listen to. Yeah, own her network. Should we do one more? Um, what first impression do you normally make on new people? Mine's bad. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah, typical. Yeah, yours would. Mine yes, is bad. True. Because ever, through middle bitch. school, I was like, everyone told me I was intimidating or a bitch. Yep. I'm like, you guys, mm-hmm. I, it's my face. I always just give off that energy. It's just because I'm it's shy confidence. generally or just a quiet person. So for me, I just kind of protect myself <laughs> with that like guard up that I have. And I just, I've tried to shed true. it. I've gotten better at being like warmer when I meet people in person, but everyone thinks I'm a bitch. I'm yeah, not. Like, what I is swear. she thinking? <laughs> it must <Yeah>. be bad. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. So. That's other people's assumption on your silence. I know. but You're observing. I try to. Yeah, I'm reserved. <laughs> yep. I just keep people at bay. But yeah. yeah I feel you. Mine. For me, it's like people without me opening, opening my mouth, they guess this is really funny, actually. In sixth grade, a girl went up to me like, Nicole, I thought you'd be one of like the mean girls, like one of the popular girls because you're so pretty. But then you like started talking. And I realized, no, no, no. She's super weird. <laughs> she's like so <laughs> weird. Like, what a weirdo. But I thought that was like <laughs> back then I was like, OK, thanks. Yeah, but now it's like the best just... compliment. Like yeah, the moment I open my mouth, everyone's like, oh, OK, OK. She's super goofy. Like does like not serious. The opposite of like what I appear to be. So, right. I, like it's, I think yeah. I think that's true so much with women. I, and I remember first going into um, the Bachelor Mansion, like on that first night, and looking mm-hmm. at all the gorgeous women there, and thinking mm-hmm. there is no like way I'm ever going to stand out because all these women are so amazing and so beautiful. So, um, I was ex- I'm always like extremely intimidated by meeting women for the first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot. Especially the the thirty that you're meeting on the show is yeah, much and they're all like dressed up beautifully, oh, yeah. and oh, and I don't know how they to do my hair gowns. and makeup. Oh, me either. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I had no idea going into it. Like, I, I curled my hair for the first time when I was on that show, like, attempted curling wow. it. Well, so, and I, so I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> no, same, yeah. happens. Great I thought you had to have television. curls. I was convinced, mm-hmm. even in paradise, I thought yeah. you had to have balayage and waves. Well, like, I thought, <laughs> I, thought hair. Like, right? I thought that was just like a necessity. Like, yeah. yeah I even burnt myself do. because of it. You know, I burnt my like I dropped my curling iron on my leg, the raft of paradise, and I've never touched it ever again. Yeah, yeah. you don't need. It was to. a sign. The hair is beautiful, yeah, natural. It was a sign. <laughs> it's like stop doing this to your hair. <laughs> yeah. God, trying to remain like good looking in paradise is almost impossible <laughs> with all of that humidity. Mm-hmm. Wow, so hot, what so sticky, and when you curled your hair, it made it even hotter. So mm-hmm. I know I, I yeah. couldn't in the blow drying in the, the heat. Blow drying. Like, we're all psychos. Like, what was no. that? I was like, why am I even? Why am I even trying to do this right now? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Horrible. So should we do one more? Yeah. Sure. Do, if you guys want to do one more, I don't know. Just, yeah, uh, they're fun. I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> I know. Ooh, what subject would you want to be an expert in? I would say like science, if I could be. What what, what element? I could see you being. Yeah. Um, I would like health. Something like health. Oh, that'd related. be awesome. You have like the yeah, it would just. I would not want to have to go to the process of setting all that. But if I could just already be an expert, that would be my choice. <laughs> right. If I could choose, just like plop into my mind, oh I would God. love that. that that's like your alter ego, because it requires yeah. like precision and patience and understanding. And it's just like it is what it is. Like science yeah. is very like fact based. Yeah, trial and error. Yeah. So you, exactly. Well, it's like refreshing, and I don't have to like be concerned too much. It's like it's facts. You yeah. still, this there's is still just time. Facts of life. There's still time, yeah. There's that's still right. Time. There's still time. Maybe Pick I'll become up. a science expert. To be continued on that. Um, for me, I know the first thing I thought of. I'm like wine. <laughs> As you're speaking, oh, I'm like typical. She's saying science. I'm thinking yeah. like imagine being or you know whenever I see like I mean, a lint chocolate, they're like master chocolatier. Oh, I'm like I always want to like who are these that people? So yeah, like, how, how do you, you become a master job? chocolatier? Right? I'm down to be for like that. a small for that. 
right? Ooh, and then Mollier would be amazing. And then when you go, I would love to retire and just be like a wine connoisseur and just right? live yeah. in France. Mollier can do a lot. Have you seen the yeah. um, documentary Psalm? No, but it's I like an insane test mind. you have to go through. Like you have to taste a wine, and you have to know the region that the grapes grew. Where the the region where the grapes grew, you have to know like different notes and oh, yeah. like, all these specific things based mm-hmm. off of tasting wine. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I am into it. orange Actually, wine recently, which is like my, my subtle orange, brag. Orange. orange wine is like the new thing. Um, it is. It's like right after <laughs> Cal- it sounds like a California thing. It is wine. a California yeah, it is. thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It's um, but it's good. I tried it for the first time when I was uh in France, and I like brought. I, I came home and I was like, I know something new about wine that you guys don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but now like everyone knows about. So it's like it, a white wine. Like a hybrid white. It's red like a white wine that has um the skins stay in it longer, so it has more of like an orangish mm, hue, and it tends to be like pretty. spicier and funkier. I'm not a professional, don't. <laughs> yeah. but, I was oh trying to get my boyfriend to wine taste this past week, and I was we were doing like whites, reds, rosé, and I was like, okay, which one do you like? White better, red? And he was like, honestly, they all taste the same to me. I'm like, no, they don't. There's it's no not, way yes. that Cabernet and Pinot Grigio taste the same to you. But yeah, so, my family always does a game where we have to we have to guess what's inside of the wine when we taste it so mm-hmm. we'll like go oh, to like fun. a winery and sip it and we have to guess like oh there's strawberry or there's honey or you know, all this stuff and oh, I'm no, jealous. you've know, never been play. to a vineyard or a winery before oh, dreams isn't that, isn't that insane but oh, i feel like i have so, i feel like yeah. i have because it's like i talk about wine all the time and i like yeah. see people's photos and i understand i've seen chris jenner oh, on the kardashians be yeah, drunk at I mean, a winery. it's the best like, social distance hangout because it's outside it and Drinking. Sounds incredible. Yeah, no, it sounds great. like a dream. Like, yeah. We'll add it to the list, Nicole. Yes. Um, Kendall, we want to ask you one more question too, because we are a food yes. related podcast <laughs> in some ways. Um, if you were a food or a dish or anything like that, what type yes. of food would you be? Ooh. Um, I would definitely be a bowl of ramen. I love oh, I love noodles. And in a bowl of mm. ramen, there's like different flavors and different things inside of it. I feel like and my hair looks kind of like noodles. Um. I love how you thought of this. I feel like this is probably yes. part of oh. one of your questions. You're like, yeah. I definitely, I definitely thought of this question before. Um, and ramen is just comforting. It's warm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to think that I'm comforting and warm <laughs> and uh, fill you up with love and noodles. You are, you are ramen. I, I appreciate ramen. that. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you that. Last time we asked Demi, she's like, I don't know. Nicole was like, well, I think you're this and this and this. And she had to choose. But I know. That's you, so great. You came prepared. I love oh, yeah. that. Um, <laughs> so Kendall, before you go, can you tell everyone where they can find your book, where they can follow you, all of that good stuff that you're doing? Yeah. Instagram is it's Kendall Long. I finally changed my name. Um, Wait, what was it before? Cool. Yeah, what was it before? Uh, it was like Key Kendall 88. Oh, that's true. It uh, was. It was so annoying. And I was like, I um, I don't, I was like, I, I had it ever since I was really young. And I was like, I finally changed yeah, it. Yeah, when you always put the number of like yeah. your yeah. year. And 88, like and everyone was like saying that 88 was a bad number. And I was like, it's lucky in China. I don't know. It's like a lucky <laughs> number, you know, 88. It's like infinity. So, yeah. um, but now it's, it's Kendall Long. Um, and my website is KendallLong.com. Amazing. Awesome. Some thanks for being here of course well thank you for having me yeah everyone needs to try her book it's awesome and super fun especially if you're trying to date right now and you need a little help definitely try it out in early relationships or just even relationships that you've been dating someone for a really long time um, Mm -hmm. I I love asking my parents and having them ask each other the questions Um, because I learned so much about who they Mm -hmm. are as people too so it's really for everybody yeah, it's awesome. Well, good luck with everything. We're really excited for you. And yeah, thank we'll you, you for soon. joining us. Of course. Yeah, thank you for having me on. <laughs> Have a good Have one. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Bye.